This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. With us today is Charlie Gasparino, Fox News. And uh, Charlie, which way are we going? Well, I mean, one day doesn't mean uh, we're out of this yet. Uh, I mean, there were some nice positive headlines today, right? You had the Bank of England uh, intervening to support its currency. It's, you know, maybe going to raise rates. That shows some degree of uh, coordination uh, on monetary policy among central banks with our with ours, which is generally a good thing. Uh, you know, you had a lot of people think that this the budget, you know, that we're not going to have a government shutdown. That's kind of a lot of hot air. So, I mean, you got some positive headlines. You got Ken Griffin, the uh, big investor from Citadel in Chicago, now in Florida, uh, saying that the economy is still strong. Yeah, you put all that together and, you know, you get a 600-point rally after a bunch of declines. Uh, I still think that, you know, we're heading into, you know, lower lower stock prices, you know, uh, declining er- – squeezed earnings, and the Fed raising rates twice more, and it's not going to stop. And, you know, if you told me that the Fed was going to stop raising rates tomorrow, I'd be like, okay, this is the bottom. Let's go. Uh, but it's not, and it's going to slow down the economy. And it's just Well, like, the, Fed, uh, the Fed chairman in Chicago, what was his name, Evans? Yeah. The president, uh, right. the president of the Fed there. Uh, Evans said uh, last night... He says, well, maybe we're pushing too hard to raise the rates too fast. Yeah, but it's not his call. It's Powell's. And, you know, and I think the I think if the Fed turned around and didn't and just change its monetary policy right now, it, it would be it would lose all credibility after just what Powell has said. So I think we're kind of locked into this for at least one more, probably two. And I think markets sell off, um, and then I think they take, and I think then the Fed reassesses and uh, sees how bad the economy is, and see if inflation comes down to its two percent goal. Well, uh, the real estate market is. Uh, how did they used to say it in Brooklyn? When we were growing up. They're taking the pipe. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I could mean a lot of things there. Oh my God! <laughs> Charlie, uh, I don't know Richard. if I want to repeat. Is that you know is the FCC? Are they listening to this broadcast? The KGB listens for sure. Charlie, it's Richard Weinberg. Hey, I want some free uh, economic advice. How much money do I have to lose in my uh, my investment portfolio, my deferred comp, and and in my uh, in my real estate before uh, Powell is satisfied? Twenty percent, thirty percent, forty percent. What is you know, it? I don't think he cares. Like how really? Much lose. Yeah, I mean, I oh. think what he's worrying about is. Like, it, I mean, listen, the, the problem is that the markets have run up dramatically. The Fed is sitting there saying, OK, I get it. You know, pension funds, you know, you want them to be fully funded and all that. But inflation is, is a tax on working class people. So, um, you know, there's going to have to be some leveling off here. Uh, I, I think, you know, if you're smart and you're a smart guy, obviously, um, you know that if the Fed's saying it's going to raise rates a couple more times, you might as well go into a little cash. You probably did okay the last 
the old years. expression in Brooklyn was if, if <laughs> no more no <laughs> if two people told you you're drunk you better lay down yeah, okay that's good that's okay I was gonna say John you know <laughs> I disavow of any any stories about pipes okay <laughs> just stay out of Brooklyn well wait a minute I grew up in Brooklyn a wonderful I place I a wonderful place Brooklyn. my wife's from Brooklyn wonderful place from the Bronx yeah. he's from the Bronx right Charlie your parents what are from the say Bronx one out of, uh, I was ten? born in Westchester Square Hospital in the Bronx there you go I was born baptized in, um, in uh, on Gun Hill Road church right there on Gun Hill Road I think it's one out of five that's St. Anne's no no what is it it's um, Holy you know, Rosary no I can't remember what the church was you know who you know who um, who uh, who donated a lot of money to that was Mario Gabelli. He's from that neighborhood. Because as you know, Vanda Child's High School is down the block. It's, it's now closed. But uh, Macklin Conception is the, is the church. I'm sorry. Charlie, let me ask you a question. I see the president has just announced that he's going to go after price gougers. And he's warning the oil companies, the big oil companies, and the retail dealers, the gas station operators. like how many years, though? So. Yeah, I mean, what a... Does he understand how markets work? No. I mean, we have the same conversation. I mean, when he's not like, you know, talking about people who are dead <laughs> out in the audience. But he hasn't seen about, them, though. But, so, you know, he, did you hear what the judge said, Charlie? He said it could have been worse. He could have actually seen him uh, or seen her, Jackie. <laughs> he might have. I mean, it is sort of uh, scary that. You know, the when you think about this, and I know this is an economic show, large part, and you have me on this, but, you know, we were all talking about the choices for president right now. You know, Donald Trump is not, like, demented, obviously. You know, Biden is sounds like he's on the verge of it a lot of times. But Donald is so reckless and, and he says crazy stuff. And then the, the choice, if you don't want the, the recklessness, you you have to go for a guy that you know is is dribbling in his soup. I mean, it's just it's it's really pathetic. But Charlie, and no did you hear? The markets did, are all over the place. Did you hear John's interview with Trump yesterday? He sounded very measured, very calm, the opposite of reckless. Oh yeah, John. Listen, Trump is a smart guy. I mean, there is no doubt that he is he is not Biden. Okay, there is no doubt about this. I just think Donald's temper. Mm gets the best of him a lot of times and he lashes out and you know and you know he and, and you know he 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 does some reckless stuff i mean i actually like the guy to be honest with you he's a you know he's a decent guy if you know him one-on-one uh and he was a good president you know he had good policies so i gotta give him that you know oh, he did but, much better than uh, joe biden oh of course i mean not even close but but i'm saying on every he, issue on I'm every saying, issue you know, you know he digs himself in his own hole sometimes you know with some of this stuff I mean, I was just reading today that he wanted to fire Ivanka, Ivanka and Jared Kushner by tweet. And General Kelly said, don't do it. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's just it's crazy stuff. But, uh, you know, I, but it, when you have the political parties run by people like this, you know, that, you know, it does add a level of sort of volatility to markets. Trust me on this one. It's not like I mean markets trade generally, generally most of the time on you know economic factors, fiscal policy, monetary policy, earnings, right? But there is this intangible that's always in the background: political stability. I don't think you could say that the U.S. is completely political stable when you got a president like saying some of the stuff that, that Biden is saying. It's also not totally politically stable when the ex-president, you know try to upturn, you know, turn over an election. You know, it's just, you know, it's just not a good good look. Uh, tell I, us, uh, Charlie, uh, let's go to Europe for a few minutes. 
Europe, I mean, 97 cents, I think, is the euro. They're in deep crap. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Italy just went uh, to the right. Uh, yep. Britain is to the right. Uh, the European community president, she's panicking why this is happening. Uh, don't they realize that uh, the people of Europe are suffering? You know, I have family in Italy, in southern Italy, just so you know, which is not not the rich areas, right? And I go back there. It's it's wonderful. These are working class people. They're great people. I have you know cousins and aunts, and uh, you know you could see that this was um, that this this move to to more populism was just just fomenting for so long. I mean, they created. I mean, these Italy and like a lot of these. European countries created welfare states and then had um, unfettered immigration. And, you know, if there was one thing that, you know, you know, it's just an economic maxim. You can't have open borders and a welfare state. I mean, Milton Friedman said that famously. If you have welfare states and open borders of poor people pouring in, feeding off your welfare state, it's unsustainable. And, you know, Italy is facing that right now. All the all of all of Europe is facing that right now, and that's why you have a move towards populism. You kind of hope it doesn't it doesn't go into nationalism. You know that's what kind of you don't want because we know what nationalism did in Europe. You know, pre World War Two. Uh, but you know, there's no doubt that Italy and all these countries are becoming very populist. They're becoming uh, I wouldn't say xenophobic. It's just they they just you know, they, it's, it's hard to have kids there because you can't afford stuff because taxes are so high to pay for the welfare state as the population from outside keeps growing. They're in deep uh, Europe. Deep tr- trouble. They're in deep trouble. The the people are suffering. Uh, they may be cold this winter. Uh, you know, and plus, Putin, Putin, plus they, they the ruling class, John, John, the ruling class in all these European countries. I mean, I know Italy just has a change, but for the most part, they're all progressive intellectuals. They're well, it doesn't ESG work. And stuff that doesn't work. They're, it doesn't I mean, work. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Uh, you know, well, what, what does Dr. Mihalo say? Sooner or later, you run out of other people's money. Well, that's a Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. That's right? what yeah. she said about yeah. socialism, right? The problem with intellectuals is sometimes they're not smart, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They think they're, they're, smart. they're, they're book smart, and uh, sometimes yeah. it doesn't work in the real world. Well, Charlie Gasparino, thank you for your input. And, uh, time, John. I, I hope our 401k plan comes back and soon. Stay and, out of uh, Brooklyn. I miss it. We'll catch up with you again real soon. You got it, John. Thanks. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.